Hey ladies, welcome to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Michaela Johnson and Jocelyn Huff. And today's episode is about how God is the only one that knows. <laughs> so today I was, um, me and Jocelyn met up earlier this week with one of our groups that we meet up with and she was like, this week you pick the, t- like, the thing. And I was like, okay. And today I was like, oh crap, I haven't thought about it. Like I was like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Like I'm kind of nervous. And this song came on and it's called He Knows and it's by this guy named Jonathan and he's a Christian artist. And it like dawned on me that like God is the only one that knows like when you're upset, when you're happy, like you can like sit in a room and you can be like, I'm so sad, but nobody notices it. Like only you and God notice it and he knows like everything. So I, when I was thinking about that, I'm like, wow, because I don't think we really realize that God knows that. And like, even though we know that he created our lives end to beginning, so he like knows everything that happens. But like, I guess I don't put in perspective, like he is the only one that knows. So like, when I really thought about that, I was like, wow, like, it's insane, because if I would, instead of, like, expecting people, like, reach out to me and being like, what's wrong, like, you seem sad, and, like, went to God and, like, I'm sad right now, I know that you're sad, like, you know, I know that you know I'm sad, so how do we fix this, how do we get better, and I was like, wow, like, and God Only Knows, the song, too, by King and Country, where Dolly Parton sings in it, too, like, that song, I always listen to it, because I'm like, God is the only one that knows what's going on in every single one of our lives, and I don't, like, I take it for granted a lot. I'm yeah. like, if I just sat down and sat in his presence and, like, God, I need help. Like, he mm-hmm. helped me so much through that. Yeah. So. And that's so good. I think that helps us to almost be accountable because sometimes we love to blame other people or blame the situation, like, almost play victim because we feel alone or we feel like, you know, nobody understands what I'm going through. But sometimes God wants it that way so that we can only go to him for our problems. Like we have to lean on him for the way we're feeling because we don't have anybody else who can either relate or who can fully understand what we're going through besides us and him. Yeah. No, exactly. And I think what I forget a lot too is I'm like, God, why did, like, what's going on in my life? Like, Mm -hmm. why aren't I getting where I want to be right now? Like, what is happening? And then I remember, like, he's going to place the things that I need in my life because he knows what I need. Like, I don't even know what I need. Like, he knows what's going to bless me. And he knows, like, the people that aren't good for me and that are hindering my future. Like, he knows all of that. And I sit back and I'm like, my life sucks. Like, (laughs) everything's so sad. And if I really thought about, like, God, like, you're working all this stuff for my good, mm-hmm. everything would be so much different, like, for my, me, genuinely. Yeah, it's interesting, too, that we're talking about this because, and I shared this in our group, but this week, I was really, one of the days, one of my managers, he just makes such a big impact on my life, like, you can tell he just genuinely has a heart to, like, help me for whatever reason, like, he has a really big heart for me and he'll ask me different things about, you know, what I'm interested in, what I want to do in my future or whatever. And he just is interested. And so me and him kind of were talking about, we bonded over me reading this book, which is so (laughs) weird because it's the most random book. It's not a Christian book. It's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'm sure a lot of you know about (laughs) it, but we bonded over this book. And so then the next I think it was like the next week when I was done reading my book, he brought a book for me to read. And so that's kind of how we started on like the financial talks or whatever. But um, 
I've always been a dreamer. I'm a huge dreamer. Like I just have big visions for my future. Always have. Like since I was young. Always have. But people around me, like my family, my friends, they just kind of almost look not looked down on me for it, but just made me feel like I could never accomplish that or like made me feel like I wasn't good enough or never supported me. And just because I wasn't successful in school, like in high school and with my grades and stuff, it almost felt like I was just looked down upon like, oh, you're never going to make it in this world. That's how I truly felt like growing up, like I was never going to make it. And I was just like, dang, like when I actually got into the world, I'm like, why was I set up for failure? Right. Like, why was my life set up like this? You right. know? And so I'm getting to the point, but. No, you're good, dude. So then I happened to go to lunch one day and it was funny because before I went, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm actually going to go to the lunchroom. Like, I don't really feel like doing it. But then I was like, oh, I might as well. So I go up there. He ends up sitting with us and. I don't even remember. Oh, yeah, he asked if I was going. He asked how school was going, and I was like, I'm not in school. And he was like, oh, because I was in school for a semester, and he was like, oh, I thought you were. You're taking a break. And I was like, yeah, I just, I don't really know what I want to do yet. You know, I know that I want to open a shelter, and I started talking about the women's shelter, and me and you, our podcast, I started telling him about that stuff. And he just, every time I tell him stuff, he just genuinely cares. Right. And that's very hard to come across in some people, like, I don't feel comfortable telling a lot of people stuff because I'm so used to getting like shut down or people right. giving me weird looks like, yeah, okay, like you're a 23-year-old <laughs> girl. Why do you think you can do that, yeah. you know? And so he, with him, it's different though. He's like genuinely interested. And so I felt comfortable, you know, telling him. And then he was like, you know what? My wife's reading this book right now and um, it's called Kisses from Kate or Kisses. I Yeah, something like that. And... um. He said it's about this girl who got into um, missionary work and she really felt called to go to Uganda and all this stuff and she ended up staying there, whatever. It's about, you know, that type of work. And I was like, wow, that sounds so good. Like, he's like, I'll bring it to you. So then that was kind of the end of our conversation. Um, he's also helping me with something else. So then he ended the conversation with that and then he left. And then um, later on, I was working with my other manager, which they're close. And he, I don't even know how we got into the conversation, but he was telling me that my the first manager I was talking about, how he told him that he really thought that I was going to be something one day. Um. He was like, Jocelyn's really going to be something one day. And not to sound arrogant, like that's not the point of the story. It's just... I have never had somebody say that about me or I've never had somebody like believe in me that way. And so I was like, that is the first time I've ever heard that. Like that is the first time anybody has given me some kind of like hope that I might be worth something. I That sounds dramatic, but myself, I just grew up with really low self-esteem, really low confidence and surrounded by good people, but people who didn't think that I could do anything outside of the box right and so to hear somebody say that and to have somebody genuinely like believe in my ideas and want to help me just touched me so much and I didn't think about it when he first told me I was like oh that's sweet and then for some reason on the way home it dawned on me I was like wow like nobody's told me that before and like nobody's actually like believed in me and it's just so funny because I felt led to work here so I really feel like going back to the point that God puts us in situations like that almost for the pieces to fall together mm -hmm. because that reminded me like 
maybe I wouldn't have appreciated that as much if I had a better, you know, childhood or um, a stronger support system. Like, he's putting me in place for people to help me and support me and essentially help us because that's the goal is for, you know, our thing to to flourish and for us to help women and children and whatever else comes with that. Right. But um, it's just so crazy how he sets things up like that. Right. And it's crazy because it'll be when, like, you least expect it or when you, like, don't think you're, like, when I... don't even realize Yeah, (laughs) and you're, like, waiting and you're, like, okay, God, like, my life kind of sucks right now. Like, I'm ready for the next thing, like, any time now. And then it really shows that, like, you need to be on God's timing and not your timing because when we're on our timing, Michael Todd just did this and we were talking about this in the group, or not just did it, he did it a while ago and it was in one of his sermons where he was walking on the, the, the treadmill and then he started running and he's like, this is when we're on our timing, like trying to run, run, run and then we're on, but God wants us to be all the way, like, on point five, like, walking, like, mm-hmm. just waiting for God to be like, now you got to go this way and I, me and Josh were just talking about this too, like, my biggest goal in life is to be on God's plan. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be on my own plan. Like, I want what God wants for me. Like, and I feel like that's a really big statement because it's just like, we don't know what God wants for us. And it's just almost like, um, we're sitting here like, okay, God, what's next? But it's like, really, God will put us in situations where he's like, this is what I want you to do. And at first you're going to be like, what I do a lot is I get really excited about things. And I'm like, this is for me. Like, this is what I need to do. And then I like always feel like God's like, no. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what we're supposed to do right now. Like, just calm down. But I just get really excited. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, mm-hmm. can't wait. And then I'm like, no. Like, calm down. And it's, I think it's like God being like, be patient with me. Like, yeah. my plan is going to be better than you ever expected for you. Like, calm down. And, and that's like, exactly what it is. Like, his blessing isn't necessarily on what we want to do. Like, right. he always has our desires in mind. But he knows what we need and he knows what is going to not only help us but help people around us and use our gifts that we have to do that and our experiences that we've been through Mm -hmm. to reach those people. Right. So it's not always even about us and when his plan or when we're following his plan and his will, that's where the blessing is Mm -hmm. and that's where more people are going to be touched. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think too like... I th- think you just said this about our desires. Mm-hmm. Like, God knows what we desire. So, like, for yeah. me, like, one of my biggest desires is to be a mom. Like, that's yeah. literally all I want to do. Like, I want to be able to be financially stable where I'm just, like, can be home with my kids all the time when I have kids eventually when I'm married. Like, that's my biggest goal. And, um, like, God knows that. Like, God knows that's what my biggest goal is. So, he's literally, like, I'm going to give that to you, but when you're ready for it. Like, you're not ready for it yet. And we've talked about this before, and I think you've said it on the podcast, too. Like, we're, like, God's not just going to be, like, okay, here's here's kids, Kayla. Good, ha- good luck. Have fun. Like, he's going to give it to us when he knows we're ready for it. So, yeah. it's, like, going back to God's timing. Like, God's going to be, like, okay, now you're ready for it. Like, this is when you get it. Like, he's not just going to give you a company and be, like, good luck. He's out. Like, he's going to lead you to the point of you being ready for it. Right. So I think when I think about the whole picture, it's very in the moment. You're like, okay, I'm ready. Like, almost discouraging because you're like, why are you holding me back so much, God? But God's only, like, technically in our eyes holding us back so he can get us to where he wants to be. Yeah. And that's something that I've learned, especially with, like, COVID. And sometimes I cringe when we talk about COVID because it's like everybody freaking talks about COVID and I know, but it's just such a prevalent thing and it's such a huge thing and it's affected so much in all of our lives. But um, especially during that time, that really was teaching me like 
we will never be prepared for some things. Mm -hmm. And that goes with like following God. Like we might not ever be prepared for what he has for us, but he knows that we have the strength and that we can actually do that. Right. I kind of forgot where I was going with that. But he will literally, when, like the whole world wasn't on God's plan, right? Right. So he literally stopped the whole world for him to be like, take a second. Right. Like, be patient mm-hmm. and get on my time. Because as humans and in this freaking like fast forward life, we are always looking for the next thing, the next best thing. And we're always trying to pack our schedules and mm-hmm. like take all this time for everything but him. Right. And so when he really like takes that step and he's like, slow down. Right. That is when you hear him better and you actually end up doing what he wants us to do yeah and I think another thing that I was gonna say that when you we were talking about that is what is it called um like with people getting removed from your life like Mm. I feel like that's a really hard thing for a lot of people and it's very hard for me oh goodness like it's so hard and um there's a fan like it's a quote that's out out everywhere and it's like God removes people from your life because he heard the conversation Mm. that they said about they he saw things yeah, that you didn't exactly and I think that really like appears to me and also like God will take people out of your life when he knows they're hindering your future yeah and I think that like helps me and sometimes I'm like God so like I have um an issue where like I always feel like people are gonna leave me mm-hmm. I'm like why but now looking back on it I'm like if they would have stayed in my life would they have made it my life worse mm-hmm. you know what I mean like so I I think like after God knows like so helps like I know that we keep saying he knows but it really so apparent to how yeah. many things in life that he with corona too it's like he stopped the world because he knew that was the only way that he could get people get to yeah and somebody said to me too they were like we need to appreciate this because who knows when like you're gonna just get home, time to sit home and do nothing again yeah. like who knows when that's gonna happen like we never probably never again on ever I mean maybe it will I can't say never again mm-hmm. but like we need to almost like appreciate it and as much yeah. as like quarantine wasn't the best thing in the world it kind of was sad because you couldn't see like your family and stuff but like you actually got time to be like patient and present in God and like learning so much about yourself about like Jesus if you chose that path path like there was so much that like you could learn during that time Mm -hmm. so it's like as much as like it sucks (laughs) I say sucks a lot but as much as quarantine sucked like there's so many blessings that came with it too oh yeah like for a little bit, obviously, it went through a season of loneliness, which I'm sure we all did, but I low-key had a blast. Like, yeah. I had a lot of fun, like, just finding different ways to, you know, be creative and create fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Some, part of yeah. part of it was fun. Yeah, and honestly, like, I never realized, like, I feel like going to the grocery store, like, I would take that for granted a lot. Like, right. going to the grocery store, even going to Starbucks, like, I'm like, oh, Starbucks, whatever. Like, I loved going to the grocery Dude, store. that right? was my daily freaking, yeah. not the grocery store, but making my Starbucks run with my dog. Like, yeah. I literally lived for that. Yes, dude. Literally, I was like, come on. Like, this is great. But it was like, also bad because he got very addicted to caffeine. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. And Like, I couldn't be happy if I didn't yeah. get Starbucks. And then I try making it at home, and I'm like, this coffee sucks. I'm going to Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> and it gets so expensive. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I, um, when I was fasting last week, my um, coworker said to me, she was like, I can tell when you don't drink coffee. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It's so accurate. Literally. 
But um, it's crazy, though. Like, going to, like, little things like that, it makes you appreciate the things mm-hmm. like that. So, like, it's almost like God being like, you have so many things to be appreciative of. And um, I'm starting to realize this with myself, too. Like, I don't think I give God enough credit for like what he's done in my life Mm. so every morning now I literally set a reminder on my phone like you better remind yourself to be thankful and be like who remind yourself who you are because we I think pastor this was in pastor's sermon but like just (laughs) saying that like literally what is it called like we self-taught like talk down to ourselves so much and do negative talk to ourselves so frequently and it's just like why do we do that to ourselves yeah like we're so like oh like my body could be better like our yeah. looks could be better and this is a point too like sometimes we blame the devil for these things yeah. and it's really we're fighting against ourselves a lot of mm-hmm. the time because even with me like I can be my worst critic especially when it comes to you know my relationship with God like I'm very hard on myself because I'm like dude like you could be doing so much better you could you know be doing so much more for him and then I feel that way often and it was crazy because I was talking to somebody at work but he um hey, volunteers I know it's it's awesome working with a bunch of Christians because like literally we have so many just great conversations about God and they truly like help me a lot right but he I was telling him about this stuff and I don't remember how we got on the topic but I was telling him about this stuff about how he's feeling in my life and stuff and he goes Jocelyn or he so we had that conversation then he came back like the next I think it was the next time he was in and he goes Jocelyn I was talking to this guy um in my prayer group and he was like he reminded me like you've really done a lot in your first year and he was like that just shows that God's hand is on your life like it's only your first year like being following him and um then he was like you know I was I've been following God for 10 years and my first year was the hardest year it was like my you know I was half in half out like dang am I really gonna commit to this not that I feel that way I feel very much like I'm committed to Jesus and I will be for the rest of my life but um in his case he was like you know I really had to my first year was me really questioning and he was like just the fact of everything that you're doing in your first year like it's really good right and that's not me bragging that's just me reminding maybe somebody else who needs to hear that too like god knows your heart and he understands that you're going to make mistakes he knows you're not perfect i mean think about it like i'm 23 so i had 22 years 21 22 years of doing whatever the heck I wanted to do and sinning and lying and just being a bad person right so like that is one year of trying to undo 22 years not undo but learn new habits and learn how God wants me to live and what what he wants me to be right and that's not gonna come so easily yeah you know Oh, actually, dude, this is kind of crazy. Um, I just realized this. It was a year ago today that I got baptized, I believe. Wow. Uh, tomorrow, actually. So, That's amazing. Yeah, the 6th was the day I got baptized last wow. year. So I was like, whoa, I just realized that when you were talking about that. But That's crazy. it is crazy because, and um, as you were talking about it, too, there's this song, and I don't exactly remember what song it's called, but it's um, it's a worship song, and he was saying that, like, 
Well, whenever you're reminded that you're not far enough along, you're exactly where you need to be and God will remind you that. And I was like, mm. wow. So you saying that, I, I do that a lot too. I'm like, I should be reading my Bible right now. And then I like almost comfort myself. I'm like, God knew I wasn't going to read my Bible today, yeah. but it, that's Dude, not that's okay. that's so funny. I do that sometimes too. I'm like, he forgives me. He knew that yeah. I was going to do this. Like he knew it. Yeah. And he still chose me. So I'm good. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, I shouldn't be like that. But I'm like, and I'm like, I can't help it. But it like is true because it's just like, we try to convince ourselves like we need to be something farther along along and it's like that with our futures too like what we think we need to be like like where we think we need to be like what how much money we think we need to be making right now like we are so young like we yeah. have the rest of our lives ahead of us i just turned 21 and i'm like okay god like i'm ready for my full-time job I'm ready and for my whole life yeah. to start. <laughs> when am i gonna have kids like come on let's go when am i gonna be my husband like it's mm-hmm. just like this whole thing and and I almost, every time I'm, like, getting excited and I, like, get upset with myself for not being where, quote, unquote, I want to be, even though I have no idea what I want to do. And it's so funny. I didn't know we were going to end up here, but at the beginning, I literally was, think like, listening to you talk, and I was just like, you literally have grown so much. <laughs> like, I literally just remember you before you left for California, and, like, when we first started talking again, I was just like, and then looking at you now, I'm like, Whoa. Like, you really have improved and, like, changed as a person. Like, it's so crazy. Like, Thank you, Dina. If I met you now and met you, like, that version of you, you wouldn't even think you're the same person. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Because I really, like, during, like, sometimes, like, during the week, I'm like, I suck. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think we all do that to oh, ourselves. Yeah. But I really appreciate that, dude. Yeah, Thank you. It is literally crazy, Kay. Thank like, you. Like, the way you even talk on the podcast from when we first started, like, you're just so much more comfortable and so, like, connected and you just you could tell you hear and are so much con- more connected to God than mm-hmm. you used to be and it's crazy because sometimes I'm like okay God like in the beginning like for a while I'm like I don't hear God like what is it I used to do that all the time but I don't think I give myself credit enough for mm-hmm. hearing God like now I'm like okay that was God like it was literally like for example when I got home from Mexico like he literally like re- revealed to me through a sermon he was like our desires are not here. And right away I was like, wow, like I've been hearing you this whole time and I haven't been giving you credit for it. Mm -hmm. I like sit here, I'm like, God, when are you going to talk to me? Well, I don't think it's that you're not giving him credit. I think it's more just like confusion, figuring out what's him, what's us. Yeah. You know, what's the world. Right. And so. No, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. When you get further and further, you can decipher what's him and what's you. Yeah. Because even for me, like that was my main thing. I even remember crying, like telling Xavier, like, I don't hear God how other people do. Like, how do people hear God? How do people feel mm-hmm. God? Like, I don't understand. Right. And, you know, he tried to explain it to me. And I'm just like, well, I started crying in frustration. And I'm just like, well, I can't hear God. Like, he must have forgot about me. Like, being so dramatic. Right. Like, it's been like six months, sister. Like, you're not going to completely be able to pick him out of everything. And so now it's so funny. Like, obviously, I'm not anywhere near where I want to be. But I can pick him out and things. And I can tell when something's him versus not. Maybe not uh, obviously not 100% of the time, but sometimes. And so now I always feel so grateful when I'm like, yeah, like God really revealed this to me. And I'm like, dude, if I would have heard myself saying this, like then I would be like, you're lying. Right. (laughs) And it's crazy too. And I say this, I said this in group too, like, um, somebody said something, maybe it was you or, um, one of the other girls said something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's crazy because it's like, when we talk about crazy faith, like, 
where if I wasn't into my faith, I'd be like, okay, yep, you're lying. But like, and that's when I know it's God because I'm like, if I wasn't in my faith right now, I'd be like, you're wild. Like you are lying. And then like when I, before I would like, now I'm like, okay, I can just tell when somebody like almost is like hearing it from God and like not hear, not tell, but like I can tell the difference between if it's real and if it's fake almost because I'm like, it, I don't know if you know, if you kind of yeah. get what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I'm go- rambling. No, but. yeah. So it kind of, when you were talking, it reminded me of that book that I was reading. And it wasn't a Christian book, but, and that's the thing. Like, when I'm reading or when I'm watching something, like, even if it's a secular thing, like, I see God in certain things or, like, he's trying to, like, talk to us in other things. It doesn't just have to be, like, Christian-based or right. like, whatever that even means. You know what I mean? But um, I was reading this book and... He was saying, like, if you're not scared, you're doing something wrong. Yes. And it's crazy because then we were talking about how God always pushes us out of our comfort zone. If it's God, he's not going to do something that's going to keep us, like, comfortable. Like, (laughs) in our comfort zone. Like, he doesn't care about that. He doesn't care about our fear or anxiety or nervousness if he wants us to pray for somebody mm-hmm. and it scares us we can't just be like no i'm not praying for that. i'm scared <laughs> not having like no he needs you to pray for that person and he's choosing you for a reason right so if we're not scared it means that we're not fully walking in our faith because yes. having faith takes a lot of courage yeah like you have to be very comfortable and confident to walk in faith and you have to be okay with feeling nervous yes and I two things um so the first thing is when Moses like when they the burning bush was like go tell him that I am said it imagine how he felt walking up to the king he like he probably felt plus he had a stutter yeah <laughs> plus he was he's like um god are you sure yeah you're talking about me right right because like, I don't think you're talking about me exactly and I don't want to do this exactly and it's like um god like when you were talking about that like god isn't gonna we can't grow when we're not when we're comfortable like we grow when we're uncomfortable so god's not gonna put us in something and be like you're comfortable have fun like he wants us he is doing doing it for us so we can get out of it and grow from it like he's always trying to have us evolve and grow yeah exactly things exactly learn and it's crazy because i was just having a conversation about this (laughs) I know I say that all the time, but I literally was, <laughs> but this time I was with Zay and I was telling him cause he was in a little bit of a rut and I was like, you cannot do the same thing every single day and expect a change. You That's have so to true, switch it up. You have mm-hmm. to do something different. You have to go out and get it because sometimes yes like god puts things in our lives but we can't just sit back and wait for that moment like sometimes we need to go out and create the opportunity for god to step in right we can't just like chill at home and be like okay god like put somebody on my doorstep right now like Like, send money yeah mail right now like i'm ready yeah like it doesn't work like like we have to take the action sorry oh it's okay we have to take the action for him to be able to step in. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, it goes with the same thing. Like sometimes the comfortable thing would be to chill at home. Exactly. The comfortable thing would be to, you know, do the same thing every day, follow that routine. But then where does God come in that? Like yeah. where does he have the opportunity in that? Right. And so you have to do things 
that you normally wouldn't do or that you feel like you should even if you're a little nervous because that's when you're going to find that opportunity Mm -hmm. so even if you're not fully comfortable that's a good thing yeah like being comfortable feels good but it's not what's gonna help you in the end yeah and I think finally like as you're saying that I think I'm at the point where I'm at like my max comfortability comfort I'm at comfortability Yes, I didn't know if that was a word or not, so I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> that word. I'm at, like, my max of that, and I'm, like, to the point where I'm, like, tired of it. I'm, like, yeah. okay, like, I need to get out of this because if I stay in this, it's not going to benefit It starts me. to be a cycle. Yeah, and like, I want to break my cycles. Like, And the that's one- the, sorry to interrupt No, it's you, okay. Cycles are our comfortable zone. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't realize it, but sometimes. I didn't know that. Yeah, sometimes cycle, like, being stuck in a cycle isn't necessarily, like, always sin Mm -hmm. it's like your family being poor or like living the way that they're living and you just stay in that because it's all you know that's considered a cycle like you're in bondage yeah you know and then once you break it yeah it might feel uncomfortable to go out and do something your family's never done or go out and try to start a business even though nobody in your family did it like yeah that's uncomfortable but it's breaking that cycle yeah and we were talking about this recently because me and joss have a lot of similar like goals for what we want our lives to look like and like we want wealth. Like, we yeah. want, like, it's not, like, in a bad way, like, to be like this, but we want wealth so we can share it with other people. We want to like, help people. Exactly. We just don't want money to be a stress. And yeah. for a lot of people, money equals stress. Exactly. And, like, for that, like, we don't think God would give us that idea for no reason. Like, he knows we're going to use it for his benefit. Mm-hmm. Like, everything in our lives, for me and Joss both, all glory to God. Like, this yeah. podcast is all completely all glory for, to God. because if it wasn't for God, like, we wouldn't have this. Kay wouldn't even be on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, if I was doing, if I stayed doing with the original plan, it would be nothing like this. Right. And, like, Kay wouldn't even be a part of it. So, it's, like, truly crazy how, like, and we, we've told this story a million times, but just the fact that how Kay even got led to be here and right. then for me to have the opportunity to ask her to do a podcast with me. Like, it's just so God. Because yeah, it's exactly. nothing that we would think of, like, on our own. Exactly. I never, you know, it never dawned on me, like, oh, you're going to have, like, somebody on it with you. Or, like, yeah. you're going to, you know, like, it never never dawned on me. And so the fact that just all of this is happening is just so God. And only he knew that it was exactly. going to end up like this. And that's why we need to trust in him with our life. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this in group two, like, it's so scary sometimes because we think, like, what are we going to do next? Right. Like, what are we going to do? What is my future plan? What is my purpose? Who am I going to marry? Mm-hmm. Who are, how many kids am I going to have? When am I going to die? Like, right. we have all these questions, right, that we want to know. Mm-hmm. But that is something, that that's all information that only God will know. And we have no reason to worry because it's all planned out already. Yes. So we're going to fall into it with, you know, however we need to however god needs it to happen because he has it planned out yes dude and i was literally just watching a sermon it wasn't a sermon it was on tiktok today about how like we like have like what you're saying like we have all these questions and we're like asking god for answers but if god just gave us the answers those are like heavenly things yeah and like he almost wants us to like go on the journey to figure them out rather than being like okay here's all your answers like have fun with them like he wants us to like learn and grow i was just gonna say we don't learn that way exactly that's just like that's literally just like on a test right like Mm -hmm. you have to study you have to do homework you have to you know listen in the lessons in class yeah if you and the way to get 
the answers, right? Yeah. But then let's say you didn't do any of that and you just look over and you're copying off your partner. <laughs> you didn't. Look, I mean, same. <laughs> but. Sorry. You realize that's a really good analogy. <laughs> it's real life. But, <laughs> but if you, no, like if you actually took the time to study, you actually took the time to listen to the lessons, take notes, all that stuff. Yeah. And then you took the test, you would know the answers, right? But then if you take the test, you didn't do anything like that you didn't study you didn't listen you didn't take notes whatever and you look over at your partner just to get the right answers right you didn't have to learn to get the answers right you don't you don't have the experience to get the answer so if somebody asked you that question when you didn't have that person next to you you wouldn't know the answer wow that's true dude that yeah. is so true so sometimes we take that for granted and we don't want to be patient and we want immediate answers we want immediate results but that's just not how it works. Yeah. And we almost have to be comfortable with that. And I think sometimes God really tries to show us and is trying to show us like living so fast is not the way to yep. go. It's It leads to anxiety. Mm-hmm. It leads to worry. It leads to depression. It leads to mistakes. Exactly. And when you actually take the time to slow down, process, you know, don't jump to conclusions, don't jump to answer, it eliminates all the anxiety like the anxiety that I used to have versus like how I am now is totally like I don't feel like I have to worry about my future yeah because whatever happens even with like all the people who are conspiracy or making conspiracies about the freaking vaccine and COVID and the antichrist is coming and all this stuff like that is only there to make us scared and give us anxiety But even with all that being said, like, I don't have to worry as a believer because I know God has it planned out. I know he has a place for people who love him, people who follow Mm -hmm. him. And so in that case, like, I don't have to worry. Yeah. And a prime example of, like, um, somebody who has, like, a crazy faith, and I I talk about her literally all the time, it's my grandma. Mm -hmm. Like, my grandma's insane. I'm like, Grandma, I don't know how you're good because I'd be (laughs) tripping. Like, you're doing great. You're a perfect example. And she literally got her leg cut off, like her her, from, like cut her off. leg cut off. She got her <laughs> leg amputated because of like um, just medical problems. And she literally was like, I think God wants me to live a life with one leg. I'm like, okay, grandma, like you're wild, but whatever. And like, if I wasn't in my faith, I'd be like, you're wild. Like, what are you doing? But yeah. literally, it's like so beautiful to see her be like, it's in God's hands. Like, that's fine. Like, I strive to be like, yeah. whatever happens, it's in God's hands. And, like, I do say that, but there's still a little bit of worry in me. Still always. parts that don't trust him. Yeah. And when my grandma was in the hospital and everyone was like, oh, my gosh, freaking out. I'm like, no, God's got her. Like, yeah. I know he's, I know she's got her, but I can't be like that with See, my life. that's the crazy thing is when you truly have faith people see that and they're mm-hmm. like oh she'll be good they start yeah. to act different around you they start mm-hmm. to notice and then you know it eliminates worry or anxiety around the whole situation yeah and people start to view you differently oh yeah they might think you're a little cra- what in the world <laughs> you're like uh we got a lot of cats and dogs around <laughs> <us>. <laughs> i'm dog sitting and the <laughs> The lady that I'm dog sitting for has um, three cats. So the, one of the cats wants to be 
loud right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's telling us we need to wrap up. Yeah. Get in lightly. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's good. But no, yeah, operating in faith looks crazy to a yeah. lot of people, but eventually they'll be like, no, they're good. Right. You know what I mean? It's so funny, but yeah, you look crazy walking in faith. I know. And that's like what I was saying about Moses too. Like imagine him walking up to like, Pharaoh, the king, and being like, yeah, I am sent me. He said this. The guy probably looked at him like, I am. Who the heck is I am? And I laugh at that story so much because it's just like, he walked up there and he was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to walk in faith and just be like, this is what God said and this is how it's going to be. And it's crazy because sometimes people look at that point and they're like, wow, like, God must really favor him. Like, he Mm -hmm. is so special. But they didn't see all of the backstory of Moses' life. Yeah. They didn't see all the pain he went through. They didn't see the whole process, right? Right. So for him to get to that point, for God to actually speak to him, tell him exactly what he needed to do, he needed to go through a process. He needed to go through pain. He needed to go through a lot. Right. For him to get up to that point. Yes, dude. So that's same with us. Like, we can't look at some people and be like, wow, they're just so special. But they're special for a reason. What did they have to go through to get to that point? Like, it doesn't come with no price. Yes, dude. And literally, as you were saying that about Moses, too, like, the struggle that we go through, like, when God looks at us, like, he looks at us as, like, a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. Yet we're so quick to be, like, we're ugly, like, we're fat, our body's not nice enough. We're we're so quick to judge ourselves. But if we looked at ourselves and, like, found our worth in Christ, our life would be so much different. We wouldn't have questions and, like... I really think about that, and Sadie actually posted a post earlier this week, and it was about, she was like, before you say I do, or you're like, in your single season, she was like, you need to know who you're like, truly loved and like, known by, like, you are loved by the most high person in the world, like, somebody looks at you, and they're like, you're so beautiful, and you deserve the world, like, you do not know like, how much you can do if you, like, this is what I feel like God tells me all the time like you don't know how much you can do if you put your trust in me and you just like know how much I love you like your life will be so much better if you just trust completely and like know everything that I will do for you and like when I think about that I'm like it's so beautiful because how much God can take you from literally nothing and like dead bones like arise like he can take your dead bones and be like bam like you're alive and you're so much better now I Mm -hmm. I want to I don't want to say that like like in a sense like that but literally you go from nothing and come you can become something so much better just through jesus yes and um i was having a conversation with a lady and she was telling me how like her now husband so she had past relationships but she was never married and so this is her first husband first time being married and she said how He actually cheated on her, not physically, but he cheated on her. And she was like, oh, every every guy I've been with has cheated on me. And then, but then she was saying how like, you know, it was really hard and she was praying like face down praying because she was like, I really felt like this relationship was from God. Like all the pieces made sense. Like he was a Christian, like she's a Christian and like it just made a lot of sense. Like she said it took a lot for her to, because she was happy single. She said it took a lot for her to actually like you know, do this. And then she's like, I didn't pursue him. I didn't, you know, ask him to marry me. This was all him. Like he did the pursuing, he did this and that. And she was like, but you know, even through that whole time, she was like, I stood my ground. I didn't feel, cause she was like, as women, you know, we're so quick to be like, well, if only I were prettier, if only I were skinnier, but she was like, not once did I do that. 
she was like, I was very firm and confident. And she was like, I just prayed and prayed and prayed. And I told my pastor about it. I told, you know, people who can help me about it. And she was like, now our marriage is completely different. She was like, it was almost, she, she literally said, she was like, the truth sets you free. And she was like, it just had to come out. We had to have those conversations. And now our marriage is completely different. And so I forgot how I started. Oh, yeah. Just like having the confidence in herself. Because yeah. if she didn't have the confidence, that could have went a totally different way. Yeah. They could have got divorced. And even though that's, that is a good reason to divorce somebody, you know, um, she could have got divorced and even though God's blessing is on their marriage, even though in the season it didn't look like it. Exactly. You know, so if we're confident in ourselves and we're comfortable in our singleness, God will bless, you know, the next relationship that comes. Yeah, and I my favorite Bible verse is in Hebrew and it's Sadie actually was the one I learned this from and it's um basically says that our confidence doesn't have to come from us. It comes from God and God alone. And I really have comfort in that because I don't have to have confidence in myself. Like I could be like the least confident person and get in my faith with God and then my whole confidence switches. So I think that's where like when you were talking about like if we have comfort and like confidence, like if we just went to God for that, you know how much different it would be? Yeah, because I think in his presence... Our physical being does not mean anything. We don't yeah. even think about it. No. Like, we're literally just thinking about how good it feels to be in God's presence. Yes. Like, when you're worshiping in church, like, your arms are up. You like, just I'm... feel pure joy, <laughs> pure happiness, pure love. Yes. And that's all God really is. Yes. Like, he's love. Yes. And no matter what the heck we look like. Exactly. Like, he doesn't care. That never mattered to him. And it's so easy to say because we live in a world where that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. However you look, that's what matters. Like, that's how valuable you are. The likes you get. Yeah, the likes you get on Instagram. People, like, I, like, thrive off of people's approval, and that's what I'm trying to get out of. A lot of people do. Yeah, and it's just, like, me trying to be, like, I'm trying to switch my, like, mindset from, like, being, like, I want their approval rather than, like, I want God's approval. Like, because really yeah. that's the only thing that's going to get me through That's what I've been it. trying to work on, too, because it's, like, I care so much. Like, somebody could literally walk into work and I'll say hi to them and they won't say hi back. And I'll, like, be, like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they like me? Right. Like, what is, is it, is it... Like, I don't understand. You know? Do I not smile? Like yeah. Or, you know, oh, they think I'm weird. They think I'm awkward. Right. And it's like, I just said hi to them. Like, chill that Right. Out. Like, chill out. Right. But it's so easy for us to get that worked up about little things like that. And God's like, dude, chill, chill. out. Right. Like, you no, know, there's nothing wrong with you. It's something that they're dealing with. And they might be going through the worst time ever. In their life. And we don't know. Exactly. And so, but, I mean, it is sad that they still take it out. They don't even realize that that little impact can impact my whole day sometimes. Yeah. Because then I'm like, well, three people in a row didn't say hi back. Like, yeah, right. It must be something. They must hate me. <laughs> right. They don't know who I am, but they must really hate me right. for saying hi. Right. You know what I mean? No, so I get it's like, like that too. But maybe me saying hi to them with a smile like made them feel a little better, even if they didn't respond. Yeah. So it's like we really have to put away our flesh and put away like worldly desires in order to you know, completely follow God or, like, be in God's will, even if it hurts sometimes. Yeah, and I think something that helped me out 
and this is getting kind of lengthy, so I'm sorry, guys. It's actually not that bad. Oh, it, it looks like it, but it's not. Okay, cool. But um, what helps me is I hear, like, the stories all the time about how, like, people were, like, I was asking for that one person to smile at me. Like, I was literally about to, this sounds very sad, but they're, like, I was literally about to commit suicide, and I asked God for something, and somebody came along and, like, just smiled at me. So, like, I'm not saying I look at every person, like, they're going to commit suicide, and yeah. I've made it better. Like, I don't look at them like that, but I'm, like... I, like, try to be, everyone's always, like, they say to me a lot of times, they're, like, you're so nice to everyone. I'm, like, I just try to make everyone's day a little bit brighter. Yeah. Because I don't want to be the reason why somebody, like, okay, Rusty, <laughs> why somebody is sad and why their day is, like, gets worse. And, again, God, back to the beginning, but, like, God is the only one that knows what's going on in anyone's life so recently in like when I've been praying at night I'm like I pray for everyone's mental health because I feel like a lot too like people don't realize how much of a thing mental health is and how big it is and I am like I don't know what's going on with some of my friends like some of my friends are like oh I got this today I'm like I didn't even know that was going on and people want to keep it closed up and I'm like I hope that I can be the just the bright light for them to be like you made my day a little bit better today. I think sometimes with that, like, it's not necessarily that people purposely don't open up. It's just, like, how do you tell somebody yeah. you're, like, internally struggling sometimes? Yeah, exactly. And because I think even with me, like, I can have, like, just these little moments of just, like, pure sadness throughout the day. And right. it's just because, you know, like, the reasons I said, like, I take everything so personal. Right. And I think that's sometimes why I don't feel good enough in God's eyes, just because, like, I do. I take everything so to heart. Like, and I care a lot what other people think about me. So when I, you know, am going out of my way to be super kind to people and they don't reciprocate it, I, like, question God. <laughs> Rusty! <laughs> oh, my God! Rusty, come here! <laughs> I, like, question God, like, why? I, it's almost like he does it on purpose because right. I'm telling you, I am so kind <laughs> to these people. I am so nice. I'll be like, you know, whatever. I will be so nice. And I feel like they just, like, hate me for right. it. And so little things like that can honestly, like, throw my mental health down the drain Mm -hmm. and it's like I wish I was not like that right like I don't want to be like that I don't want to care so much yes dude and I think what I like a thing back to what you're saying is like I don't want people to be like like it's almost like one of those things like you don't want people to feel bad for you yeah it's not like a a victim thing it's just like what the heck? Yes, I know. And my thing is, I'm like, I'm sad. I don't want somebody else to be sad because I'm sad. And then yeah. I'm like, am I overreacting? Like, I'm sad right now and I just want to be sad. Yeah, like, and then I listen to a sad song and cry <laughs> in my car because that person didn't freaking say hi to me um, for the third day in a row. Yeah. I'm still not heard about it, but no <laughs> There was a TikTok and it's this Christian girl and she always posts up every single day. And she was like, are you actually depressed or did you just listen to Drive? license I was like it's probably the driver's license song and what I find myself doing is I'll like get like in these moods and I'm like I'm gonna listen to that song that I felt sad with on that day I'm like why am I listening yeah. to that song and then I'm like why do I actually want to cry right now like why do I want to make myself cry right now but sometimes <laughs> you do just need a good cry and you just need to be emotional yeah but yeah sometimes it's like okay really you're being pathetic yeah like, <laughs> 
they didn't mean anything by it. Move right. On. They're probably not even thinking about you at this point. You're right. still thinking about them. Yeah, I always overthink, like, after I have a conversation with somebody, if it's, like, new and I'm, like, hanging out with them for, like, the first time, I'm like, oh, my gosh, they probably think I'm so weird. I said the wrong Dude, thing. I think about that all the time at work. Oh, my goodness, Kayla. Like, I swear <laughs> we're the same person because it will literally be the shortest conversation and I'll, like, do something weird with my hair. Like, yeah. Like, and I'll be like, wow, they're really thinking about that right now and thinking that I'm the weirdest person That's on the And they're never going to talk to me again. They're not – they don't like me now. And they're going to go and tell everybody they know that I'm a weirdo. Yeah, same. And it's like, why do I even over – like, they're probably in reality – walking away not even thinking twice about the conversation exactly or they're probably thinking the same things about themselves exactly so like chill out yeah but it's so easy to say that but i still overanalyze it every single day same every single day same especially like with patients like i'm like all right this patient doesn't like me and it's just like something like that. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, that was really awkward. And the, yeah. like, who cares? Yeah, I don't know. And I'm like, see, but it's so funny because I would never think that of you. And there's some, like, I would never think that you felt that way. Really? No. But yeah. Then for it. myself, I'm like, it would totally make sense yeah. that I think that, like, I am the most awkward person on this world. Like, I feel awkward in so many situations. And it's so stupid because it's not like, like I can hold a conversation right. fine. It's but just, I really envy people who are just, like, so charismatic and just can carry a conversation out of nothing. Yeah. Because I feel like I can't do that. Sometimes, like, I usually can just make conversation about anything. Right. But sometimes I'm like, bro, I don't know what else to say. Well, I can, <laughs> but some people are just, like, so good at it. Where yeah. Where it's just, like, Comes you natural. are literally such a charismatic person. Like, how do you even think to say something funny like right. that? Or how do you even think to do that? And yeah. And I'm just, like, I'm sitting over here, like, really stressing about the next word I'm going to say. Right. And how I'm going to say it. And whatever like I don't know lately before I go and do stuff or like into certain situations I like pray to God I'm like I hope this it goes good and this is in your will because if it's not just let me know and I'll it's almost like I'm like making deals with God like God I'm ready like let's go but my grandma said that one time she was like I made a deal with God and it worked out for my favor. I'm like, Grandma, how? Like, right. I need to be more like I you. Think what it is is just having full trust in God like he knows yeah when we don't fully trust him and so like for us to actually walk in faith like we have to act like it already happened yes like we have to act like it's going to happen or it already happened for him to be like yeah see right i told you yeah if you just gave me a little bit of faith you would yeah. be fine but i'm just it's almost like he's testing us being right. like all right when is this gonna happen because i'm gonna keep messing with you until you until you do it he's gonna keep putting bumps in the road please stop god please yeah stop. i'm ready for the like, blessing just pick me up and put me on yeah. the other path because i'm sick of this dude and victoria said this and i said it in group too how yeah. like about it's like life is a big game of chess and like we know God knows at the end we're going to get to where he wants us to be. But, yes. like, he plays – put if we go off his path, he's going to put, like, bumps in the road to get us there. Yes. And when she said that, I was like, I never thought about it that way until Victoria said it. And I was like, wow. Also, going back to the point, too, of, like, um, the analogy that Michael Todd did with him walking on yeah. the treadmill. No matter whether we walk or run, we're still going to end up where God wants us. Yes. Just maybe when we do it our way, it's going to take us a lot longer Mm -hmm. in the long run. Yes. Like, we always think that his timing is taking longer. But if we're trying to do it on our own and we're taking all these opposite paths... It's going to take way freaking longer than he would have originally planned for us. But we tried to do it on our own. Yes, dude. So then we're just kind of like 
screwing ourselves yes. because we're not following him in the first place. Um, you told me this a long time, not a long time ago, but this summer, and it was like so long ago we started this podcast, <laughs> like a couple months ago, but like, and we both got it's in our face. It's actually been five months, dude. Oh, heck yeah, dude. <laughs> we're thriving. High fives. Um, but you told me this analogy, like, what are you doing? Okay, Rusty. Um, but like, we can either like go, it's like if God just let us walk straight up the mountain, like, not our like we would just get to the other side. But yeah. sometimes you have to walk the longer route so he, you can get through the things he needs you to get through to be yeah. there. And when he told me that, I was like, that makes a lot of sense, and I don't always remember that when I'm sad. No, but- it was... I remember what I was telling you. It's because it was about my brother, too. Like, he... I was tell- explaining to my stepdad, because my brother... Basically, my brother went through this phase of, like, being a little rebel and, like, doing bad things <laughs> and stuff, and my stepdad kept... My stepdad kept questioning, like, why did he have to take this way when I told him to go this way and he didn't have to go through all this stuff to get to the place that he needed to be. And I was like, well, sometimes God needs to take us on the windy road and the road with a bunch of bumps in it so that we can learn, this goes back to the point, so that we can learn the things we need to to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Because you might think that he could just sort of went that way, but maybe... You know, he could have walked halfway down that road, realized it's so close to turning back to where he was, and he could have just turned around. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking back at a road that's twisty, windy, there's holes in it, there's bumps, you're not going to want to go back down that road. So, yes, it might take longer in your eyes, but this is exactly where God needed him to be. And now look at him. Like, he's literally, like, a follower of God, like, loves Jesus, and he goes to church every Sunday. Like, I'm telling you guys, it was a struggle to get my brother to go to church. (laughs) When I I would try to, like, drag him to church and then be like, after church, I'd be like, okay, what'd you learn today, Ethan? Like, what'd you get from the sermon? And he'd be like, nothing. I don't understand anything. And I would be like, see, why do you have to be like, like, literally God was speaking to you through this sermon. He was teaching you so many things. Like when he said this specific thing, he was talking to you. And he's like, I don't know. He wasn't. No, he wasn't. Dude, whatever. And he'd fun- like pout. The funniest thing was when you were telling me about the first time you took him to church, he was like sitting there tapping his toe. I was no, like- literally, like I could feel the irritation radiating off of him. He's like stomping his foot, like shaking his leg. Like, oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe I'm at church. And I'm like sitting there, like, oh, you're gonna get it, buddy. After church, you are gonna get it. And then the whole car ride would be like, Ethan, why can't you just love God? And then he's waiting for you. It took him so long, though, like months. But then I talked to one of, I talked to our spiritual leader about it, and she was like, Okay, and this really hit me because I was like, okay. <laughs> and this is when I kind of stopped, like, forcing him to go. She was like, um, just think about how many times, like, God tried calling you and you didn't answer. Not today. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, let me stop. Yeah. Because I did that for a long time. I mean, I tried. I just never understood. Right. You know, but God has his timing for everything and he knows everything. I think, like, going back to that for a while, like, I used to try to, like, I, this actually happened to me when I was working at, like, one of the old places I used to work at. I was like, just say, like, God, help me through this and it'll make you better. I was like, Mm -hmm. come on, just say it. And the girl was like, I don't believe in God. And, like, I was like, wow, 
Like, and for some reason, where was that? At Golden Euros when I was working oh. at Golden Euros, and I was like, and I was like asking her why, and I was just like asking, and she was like, I respect people that do believe, but like, I just don't, and I like almost like needed answers, like why, like yeah. he's so good, like what? Come on, and it like hurt my heart, and now like when I hear people tell me that they don't believe in God, instead of like trying to be like, why don't you believe in God, like. I'm telling you, like, he died for our sins. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, he sent somebody and literally told them, this is your purpose in life. And, like, I get, like, I used to be, like, very much, like, yeah. defendant of God. And now I really feel God telling me when situations, he's, like, instead of, like, getting defensive for me, like, just pray about it. And so now, from now on, when somebody's, like, yeah, it's just not my thing. Like, I really respect you for believing in it, but it's just not my thing. I'm, like... God, show them how good you are, like, any day now, they need to know, and I, like, just, like, really sit back, and I'm, like, this is in your hands, like, I pray yeah. that you can help them see how good you are, and, yeah. like, the goodness of you, and literally, like, I almost feel, like, better after doing that, rather than, like, trying to, like, fight somebody and try to explain to them yeah. why he's so good, because I'm, like, wow. 100%, yeah, I think it's so interesting, because with other people, I was never like that, like, I respect your belief, like, that's your belief, you know, I have mine, but with my family, it's so different. Like, right. I want them to be saved. I want them to go to heaven with me. Like, I I mean, I care about my friends and, like, people who aren't in my family. But, you know, I understand the boundaries there. But, like, with family, you just, you care about them so exactly. much. Like, you want the best for them. Always. And, yeah, and it's like, you see how good it did to your life. So, you're just like. I don't want, understand. Yeah, you, like, want them to be like wake up like yes. do you see what god can do in your life like yes. look at what he did for me like let's do it and like you're, it's almost like you want to shake them until they realize but it's like i and in those moments where i almost get like irritated about it like i'm like god i feel god telling me like they can judge like let yeah. them judge it's my i'm the only one that care like cares the way you want me to like the only one that knows how you feel everything like yeah. so calm down it's okay you pray about it and we'll go from there yeah and that's a good point to stop by. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because I'll keep talking. Oh, man. This was a good one, too. This was a good one. It's definitely an hour long, but that's okay. <laughs> God only knows. Remember that. <laughs> we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. And follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. And if you're listening on Spotify, download this episode and follow us. And if you're listening on Apple subscribe to us and rate the podcast if you could we just really are trying to gain more listeners so that we can reach more people and help more women and all of those great things so thank you guys so much for listening we love you and we will see you in our next episode because we want to save the girls